Hey guys, it's Mike Shea. Welcome to a new episode of The Basement Lounge. Uh, on this week's episode, Mike and I talk about the uh, stellar victory of the Cleveland Browns over the Pittsburgh Steelers going into their first postgame uh, playoff, or not postgame, but postseason uh, playoff run in like over a decade. Uh, bear in mind, we did record this episode on Monday, January 11th. So if things have changed since then, uh, just remember that this episode was recorded ahead of time. So, yeah, don't blame us if maybe they've since fallen from grace a little bit. I, I don't fully understand how football works. So just, you know, bless my heart and bless my ignorance. I uh, want to remind you guys, this show is brought to you from the Basement Lounge Podcast Studio in Dayton, Ohio, and you guys can help support this show and all the other cool shows coming out of it by going to patreon.com slash tblpod. And uh, with that being said, let's get into the show. Speaking of Spanx, uh, kind of moving off this a little bit, fucking the fucking Browns, man. Oh, dude. Holy shit. I'm not even a Browns fan, but last night no. I the Steelers that much. I, I I got a family full of Browns fans, and I was cheering with them. Holy shit! Last night I was like, my wife's from Cleveland. She doesn't really follow any sports, but I'm watching it because you know, like I hate the Steelers, and the Browns haven't been to the playoffs in 18 years. Yeah, I have a bunch of Browns friends. You know, I'm a Bengals fan, but I'm like, fuck it. When a team hasn't been in 18 years, like, right? And fuck the Steelers. Fuck the Steelers. So I'm watching <laughs> yeah. it just just to be first play of the game. The first play hiked over his head, mm-hmm. touchdown. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then the next drive, interception. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" And it's fourteen nothing. Then it's twenty one nothing. Then it's twenty eight nothing. I was like, "In the first quarter." I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And Melissa's like, "I just don't understand why that's counted as seven points. Just do one and two. I'm like, "I mean, it's a valid point. I get what you're saying." I don't know why they do seven. I don't, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't care. That's how it this is. That's what it is. <laughs> it was so fucking random. But I'm like, I can't believe I'm seeing this right now. I went to bed at halftime so I'd be up super early. But it got a little nail bitey at the end. Um, there was a period I was kind of like, brown, brown, you're browning it up, Browns. But I still pulled it out, man. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy they won. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy they won. I told my best friends like a huge Browns fan. He's like, I just think we're going to lose. I'm like, because, you know, their head coach is out. Yeah. We're talking, I think, actually Tuesday about it. Or Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember. Two, yeah, it was Wednesday before the everything. Right. Um, I was like, I don't, I was like, honestly, the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't played a good half of football. One good half of football in six games. You guys are going to win this game. Trust me on this. And then when I was like 28 nothing, I was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't think it'd be this fucking bad. <laughs> but Also, Browns, where's this been? Holy shit. I think do, the, the do quote this was every game. <laughs> I think the quote was like, this is like 18 years of just frustration built yeah. into one game. I was like, fuck. When you haven't gotten laid in 18 years and finally you get to get that one off. Motherfucker, I'm going to come all over you. <laughs> that shit was wild. I was happy. Yeah. It's not my team. They're in my division, my team's division. But I was, well, like, I was really a, happy. I'm not a Cubs fan, but like when the Cubs finally had theirs, it was. Like, I was yeah, happy. You know what? Go, go Cubs. Go That's Cubbies. What, I, I fucking hate the Cubs, actually. Yeah. But I know a bunch of Cubs fans, and I, people people have lived a life and died. Like, well, you could have lived a hundred years and yeah. died and never seen 
And when they won, I was like, I was happy for them. Yeah. I don't care if you're in my division in baseball. Like, I was like, all right. Yeah. Like, would have preferred the Indians to win, but, you know, go Cubs. It just is what it, it was one of those things that, like, you have to let somebody have happy, like, right. happiness. Uh, except for Houston. Fuck Houston. Fuck, fuck the Astros. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Sunday. I hope they never win another pennant. Yeah. Um, that they should take away their, they, I still think they should take away that, that fucking title. I know they should. And, I had this theory, and I got fucking ripped on it. I think COVID actually saved the Astros. Yeah. <laughs> because the Astros were going to get hit hard all year. Yeah. Like, they were going to. My thing was, they're not going to take the title away. So I thought in my head, like, what's a crazy fucking thing any team could do? Crazy team anything could do to them. All right. Here's what they do. No matter what, from the very beginning, hit every single one of their batters. Mm-hmm. Just be just beat them. Every, no, every single one. And your guys get kicked out. So be it, guys. Maybe they go 162 and 0. Mm-hmm. But they haven't played a fucking game the entire year. Yeah. Fuck them. So, and you're only and like, we won't stop hitting them. We'll stop hitting them when you get rid of their title. Yeah. Plain and simple. They should have done that. Not, <laughs> COVID helped them out so much. Yeah. Because they were, because they had a bullseye on their fucking back from every team in the MLB. Um, just, uh, fucking baseball, man. That fucking bullshit. I'm still pissed. Well, <laughs> if I was a Dodgers fan, I'd be even more livid because Dodgers. Oh yeah, that year they lost to them, but then the Boston Red Sox kind of got hit with the same scandal a little bit, but not as detailed. What happened with the Sox? Boston, Boston beat LA like the next year after that, but they really couldn't. They were like they thought they were oh. using, and one of the bench coaches ended up being mm-hmm. that was on the Houston Astros. What? Was it was Alex was Alex Cora ended up being the um, manager for Boston that year. Oh, and they won, and there's some cheating going on there too. They didn't have really any detailed information, but Boston uh, got hit with some shit for it. God, but it wasn't it wasn't the whole banging on trash cans, no. doing fucking Morse code, or whatever the fuck they were doing. Nobody noticed that, really. <laughs> All of a sudden, they get up to battle, and the coach goes, "And that shit, just fucking blue man group shit," and. It's, you listen to videos close so you can fucking hear it. There's a one a really good video of pitcher like within two pitches he's like he calls the the mm-hmm. fucking um catcher out and he's like if you read lips correctly he's like they know what I'm throwing yeah because he caught on to the banging of the trash can oh did he yeah he was like wait a second and the second time it happened and the third time like what was called they saw it, like it was literally what was called and he was like he called he called time oh, he just shit. sat there. Until the batter called time, and he was like, "Told he's like they know what I'm throwing." Oh shit! Yeah, I, um, but they don't like they couldn't figure it out. Like, uh, baseball is like a very unwritten. There's a lot of cheating that goes on in baseball. People don't so know about much cheating because well, the rules date back to the fucking 1800s. It's one of the sports that just hasn't been updated since its inception. Well, you can't have any foreign substance on the ball right. as a pitcher. Uh, one of the this has came out. The Angels fired a guy last year or year before that uh, was known to doctor have this make some type of substance that can really doctor up a ball. I, I don't know if it's undetectable or what, but like for like thirty years, people have been reaching out to this guy to get this substance type of. But he named like he named two Houston players that were doing it. No shit. I got it from him. Yeah. And just a bunch of other pitchers. Holy shit. Because the more like, if you put like Vaseline or whatever, Mm. 
it causes the spin rate of the ball. Yeah. When you got the higher spin rate, it can move more. Like right. Up, down, left. It doesn't, like, not really, you don't really move up. It's like, that's impossible. But left, right, whatever. And uh, he named, like, uh, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander. I can't remember who else he named. But those 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 two played on, on Houston one year. Uh, not the year they won the World Series. Um, but named, like, all these other great pitchers that he gave shit to. But, I mean, it's like a known. I've never heard that in my life. Holy well, shit. All they doctor balls like crazy. Like, they try really hard. Like, there's a ball. You can watch videos on it and shit. Like, Michael Pineda got hit, like, two years ago. Really? Yeah. And then it's even more fucked up as, like, so you'll pitch for a team, and they know you do it. And then you'll pitch against them, like, the next year. Uh-huh. And then this, I can't remember, I think it was, like, a Baltimore in, a, in an A's game. And then they called him to, like, check his stuff. The no pitchers, shit. And they caught the stuff, and the dude was fucking pissed. Oh, like, my God. this is fucking Bush League. Fuck you. Because they knew he was doing it because he was on their team the year before. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't say anything then. It's, like, kind of like one of those, like, you don't really say it. Yeah. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. Fuck. Um, did you speaking of fucking sports? Did you hear about? So apparently they were showing an NFL game on Nickelodeon, and they dropped yes, and the guy dropped the f the the, the guy dropped the f bomb and got picked up by the refs. Mike, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck or fuck that? First of all, whose dumb fucking idea was it to show a, an NFL game on Nickelodeon last night? Trying to appeal to kids, uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I watched some of the. Uh, Cool highlights of it. It was kind of cool, but like, didn't they give it like? Didn't they make the graphics all kind of like cartoony and shit or something? Like, like, like that's the line was like green slime and right. stuff. Like they're comparing like Alvin Kamara and like Drew Brees to like SpongeBob and <laughs> fucking Patrick. It was like some. But was the but 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 was the halftime show the SpongeBob band from that one fucking episode? That would have been hilarious if it was. That fucking great. Because that's what they, that's what they thought they were going to do for the Super Bowl last year. Because because the guy who created SpongeBob died last year, uh-huh. and they were they kept saying, "Oh yeah, Sponge, we're gonna, they're going to do the SpongeBob thing for that." And everybody was like, "Fuck yeah!" And they they didn't do it. It was SpongeBob introduced. Fucking who was it? Was it was it Timberlake or who? who did I can't remember thing? last year. Um, no, it was J Lo and Shakira, and he introduced them. And everybody was so fucking salty. So at the Stanley, at, at, not the Stanley Cup, but one of the ho- one of the hockey games that next that next week, they actually showed the full fucking video during during the break. That's so funny. But yeah, like yeah, that should have been been the fucking. If you're gonna do football on on Nickelodeon, like come on, <laughs> give the people what they want. Drop that fucking F. Drop the went out of bounds. What the fuck? <laughs> It was so fucking funny. So many kids learned a new word last night. <laughs> well, now they're playing that, that games live. <laughs> <laughs> that happened with, when uh, during not not the most recent RNC, but the one where where Trump got nominated. I remember John Stewart popped up on on Colbert's show. And, oh uh, he yeah, yeah, and he goes like, "I see your bullshit," and they had to cut it. And all of a sudden, Colbert gets up, whispers in his ear, and Stewart goes, "Oh, we're live." <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell down a, I found a, a playlist on YouTube. It was like best of John Stewart. And it was like 350 videos of the clips of him on the daily show. And yeah. it's been so long since I'd seen him. 
fuck, I forgot how funny he, he was. so funny. Oh, my. And it's, I felt a little weird. I was like, he's going to be talking about all these politicians that I don't remember. It's the same fucking people. He's still talking about McConnell and Graham and Cruz. And, oh, my. It's just like, I forgot how fucking funny he was. Funny he was. Shit. He was good at it. And he had a point he always wanted to make. Yeah. And he was just good. Like, one of my favorite speeches ever is him at the 9-11 thing. Oh, from a couple years ago? No, was it? I think it was last year, too, where he was like, these people need yeah. this fund. And he, and he, yeah, because the, the, the room was like fucking empty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. He ripped them so hard. Because he, he did a show, you know, his first show back after 9-11. I mean, because he talks about how, like, he used to wake up and, like, his, the window in his bedroom faced the Twin Towers. Mm. He's like, now it's nothing. And... Yeah, he's always been such a huge backer for that for the nine eleven support fund, and because he's a New Yorker, yeah, know, he's a New Yorker. And, but he was also fast. Like, he's, I'd see him like on Fox News talking to Chris Wallace, and Chris Wallace would come after him, and he just had his responses ready to go. Just, You're supposed oh, to be the funny man. You're yeah. supposed to be funny. They would, they would give him shit like you're on a you're you're you're, you're giving us crap about what we show. You're on a network that shows Reno nine one one. He's like, yeah, it's a comedy channel. Not a news channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, again, you keep bringing up the channel I'm on. I'm aware. <laughs> we're not trying to, we're, we're not pretending to be news. You are. <laughs> Fucking so good. Oh, my God. I wonder how much he would, I don't think he'd ever go back to the Daily Show, but God. I wish, part of me wishes he would. Oh, what's his face is good. Trevor Noah is fine. Yeah. I've never had a problem with Trevor Noah. I don't like him as much as. As as uh, as John, I, I think I think Trevor Noah isn't as funny. I think he's clever, but I don't think he's as funny. His stand-up's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's fine. I've I've actually enjoyed him more doing stuff at home than I did on the actual show. Really? Yeah. See, I haven't watched. I haven't really watched a lot. I'm most of the stuff I've actually watched has been him on the show, not at home. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I just I just need it to be February so that. Last week tonight can come back because I know John Oliver is sitting at home right now just twitching, wanting to talk about this like, shit. What the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> he's had ten. He's gonna have ten years worth of material. God. And I, I've never liked Samantha B. I've tried. Never watched any of her stuff. I, I liked her when she was on The Daily Show, but I know her leaving was kind of there was a bunch of drama there because I guess originally I guess they thought that she was gonna get The Daily Show. Not Trevor Noah. Because uh. then when she didn't get it, she retired halfway through the final season. And then they gave her and then they gave her, her own show. But you could, either she had either her writing was better or she had better writers when she was at the Daily Show. Because if she's writing her own stuff or the show she's got, it's not good. Mm. It's just not good. It's it's just it's like it's try it's trying too hard to be Jon Stewart. Gotcha. And it's just this is not great. But. Shit. You uh kind of did you see where they're trying to get Wonder Woman nominated for Best Picture? Yeah, I'm like I haven't watched it, so I can't say if it's good or bad. But everybody's like, okay, but like it's like if they gets nominated, doesn't deserve it. No, okay, so I watched it, and as as a guy who's kind of a DC shill, it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't awful, but I do find the more I talk about it, the more I find I don't like about it. There was some really good stuff in there. It was it was campy as fuck. It was about thirty minutes too long. Um, it just it wasn't it wasn't as good as the first one. And like mm-hmm. I mean by a lot. 
I don't mean like eh, it wasn't as good as the first, but it was still fun. Like it, it wasn't even close to the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, all the acting was fun. Chris, Kristen Wiig was the one that I was kind of worried about, and she was great. She kicked ass. I feel like most comedic actors are really good actors in general. Oh yeah, like they can act their ass off, but you just have to. They get that typecast for like a while. Like Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love is really oh, so good. Really fucking and fucking um. What was it um, Uncut Gems is fucking amazing. The f- okay, and I said this. I said this last year. The fact that he wasn't nominated for a fucking Oscar for that is insane. Yeah, because like my wife does not watch movies with me that I like. Right. Period. But she's like, it gave her anxiety watching oh. him the entire time. Oh yeah, that movie was 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 like being on cocaine. Yeah. Oh my god. And he, I think he did an interview, and they were like, "Were you shocked you weren't nominated?" He's like, "No." They, he's like, "They will never nominate me for anything." He's like, "I'm Adam Sandler." <laughs> it's like they're never gonna he's like it doesn't matter how good i am they're never going to nominate that me. was so fucking he was so fucking oh good in that God, movie that movie was it, again should have been fucking nominated and shame on them for not because well i remember when i saw that trailer i was just like i need to see this fucking movie so good <laughs> Holy i just feel shit. like all comedic actors are really good actors as long as but it's they know they don't get people they overlook for parts of them people don't look at because they're like oh this person was on snl or this right. person was just like jonah hill that's oh, a great shit fucking he's actor. good so Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's because because all the all the funny people went to the same acting schools as the the big as like the DiCaprios. The difference is you can't fake being funny. Yeah, you can't. That's and so that's why that's why they get roped into that so often. But like, yeah, they're still good actors. The fact that they're funny is what is part of what because you have to be really good to be that funny. Yep. Um. That's because you'll see serious actors try to do comedy and it's not fucking good. Mm-mm. Part of it's the script, but part of it's also like if you can't if you can't sell those lines, you know, you don't have it. You don't have it. But so that's yeah. So that's why whenever you see, you know, when when Jim Carrey did the Majestic, you know, the movie the movie itself is fine, but he's really good and it's a really serious role. Mm-hmm. Um, even number twenty three, which is a weird. Dumb That's fucking a fucking movie. weird movie. But he's really good as this complete unhinged whack job, which, you know, is a little bit like art mim- imitating life, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Chris, um, I like. Did you see Funny People? Funny People is good, but Funny People is also a comedy drama. It is. It's a, it's, it's a drama about comedy. And Sandler is good in that. Yeah. So, so is Rogan. And he had Aubrey Plaza was in that one. Um, Eric Bana, Eric Bana, the fucking Pedro Pascal, um, Aziz is in it doing his own jokes, which is fine. I mean, they were all doing their own bits. It's fine. But that was also before anybody knew who the fuck Aziz Ansari was. Yeah. Um, cause I had seen him cause he's from my, he's from my, my area in South Carolina and I had seen him do the, the cold stone bit like, oh at, really? At, like fucking bars. Yeah. It's fun. It was still funny. Um, but he was one of the ones like you knew he was going to be a big something, big, big star. Yeah, he just there was an energy about him. Um, but uh, well, like you look at like um, a fucking Lithgow. Yeah, you think of Lithgow, you think you you immediately think like big dramatic. But then you remember he did Third Rock from the Fucking Sun. For- he's so fucking good at it. <laughs> fucking, I, I you know I still I still watch the original Shrek and he's so good as Lord Farquaad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. Was it, well, Jamie Foxx, for example. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, when he got cast as Ray, everybody was like, "What the fuck?" 
Kills it. He wins the fucking Oscar. Well, look at Keaton. Keaton was a comic. Yeah. He was cast as... You know who they originally wanted for Batman was Bill Murray? What? Tim Burton's original pick for, for that Batman was Bill fucking Murray. How did so weird? Oh, right. my God. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, but they kind of look alike, too. They, like Especially a, in that time. Yeah. They, they both had that weird curly hair thing going on. Um. You know, Bill Murray was in was in he. I mean, Bill Murray was the hottest thing in Hollywood at that point. People, women wanted to have his children because they loved him so much back then. But Keaton was, you know, he was Mr. Mom. That yeah. was all he had done. And which, I found a video of him doing stand up pre Batman. Is it good? It's it's not bad. <laughs> it rings of it rings of he was still new, but uh, also also it was like eighty five and stand up back then was just totally different. Yeah. Thing but, is, nothing was really hacky. Yeah, and now it would be hacky to do that. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's it, yeah. Back then it was original and and new, and now it's like ah, oh, fucking eighties, man. The fucking eighties. Fucking eighties. It's but yeah, he was. But you know, look at him now. I mean, people are still talking about his Batman. Was well, he supposed to be like in the new Batman movie? Or he's he... going to be in the Flash as as old Bruce Wayne, and they're talking about because it's supposed to be a time travel movie, and they're talking about doing a they're finally talking about doing a batman beyond movie with him as old man bruce wayne which if that happens i will nut like i will just orgasm for days because <laughs> that's dude, batman beyond was the shit i really i never really got into it it's 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 blade runner meets batman it's, it? it's the fuck it's so cool everybody likes it it's it well because they were gonna do a movie for it years ago and then they got shelved and then they replaced that with batman begins which you know the rest is history. history on that yeah so but good yeah. somebody died yeah yeah but yeah i mean Ke- keaton did that Birdman movie which won the fucking oscar he was great in spider-man i mean he's he's had a quite a quite a resurgence guess what we're trying to co- tell you guys is um is cast more comedians and shit do comedy because yeah. then you'll make it as a yeah if you want to be a serious actor do comedy that's really mean. it's not it's really Seriously, it's 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 really you can't fake go go to an open mic. You can't fake being funny. No, you can't. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard shit. Fuck. Even Stewart in that interview with Chris Wallace, he told Chris Wallace, he's like, "What I do was a lot harder than what you do." <laughs> he told him, he's like, "You just talk about what happened. I have to talk about it and be funny." funny. <laughs> it's so fucking hard to do that sometimes. <laughs> I think the other night I opened up with like I can't remember what I like. I don't care. I was like, 2021's already been crazy. Like, I don't care about your political affiliation, left or right. Yeah. Like, what happened the other day was ridiculous. Yeah. Why in the world would Netflix get rid of The Office? (laughs) (laughs) No, but fucking seriously, what the fuck? (laughs) That's how I opened (laughs) it. I was partway through going back and rewatching that shit, you cocksuckers. I was, that's how, like, it's so hard to fucking. That's fucking funny. That's fucking funny. Holy shit. I'll never tell that again. Oh. I'll tell it once because they're like. Yeah. Because once you get into June, it's not going to be funny anymore. Well, I mean, if you ever have, like, you could always do it near towards other shit. Like, if something big happens in Netflix, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. Netflix got right of the office. 
It's relatable though because people were pissed. They were like, "What if I'm still watching it at like twelve, at like eleven fifty nine p.m. and it is it just going to turn off in the middle of the episode?" I wonder if that happened. I actually, don't know how that works. It probably would have started buffering, and no. then and then you log out and go back in, and it's fucking gone. Oh, that's on Pe- Peacock is like five dollars a month. Fuck that. There's well, so many streaming services now. Discovery's dropping one. Yeah, Discovery Discovery Plus. Plus yeah. Although I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda interested because it's got some cool shit on there. Yeah, I think because it's got it's got Discovery, it's got it's got the History Channel, it's got Food Network, it's got it's got a lot of it's one of those ones like if they keep it under ten bucks. And it's also like five bucks or something. Yeah, like maybe. Because I'm happy with I'm happy I'm still happy with HBO, mostly because I mostly got that so I could watch last week tonight. But like that's how I watched Wonder Woman. And how then, much is that a month? HBO, we got HBO Max or Go. Or eight, eight bucks a month? Forget now. Because we have Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix right now. And Disney Plus. But Disney Plus, like. I think it's. Is it 15 a month? I do want to get rid of Hulu, though. It's 50, it's, it's 15 a month mm. for, for HBO Max. But right now, there's not a whole. It's mostly nostalgia, but there's about to be so much shit on there because they're moving. Like all the DC stuffs going there. Yeah. Warner Brothers is dropping their entire 2021 slate of movies on there. Didn't South Park go on there? South Park's on there. Um, How the fuck Comedy Central lose that? Uh, because they sold the distribution rights to Hulu, and then I think Hulu sold them off to HBO. Okay. Because HBO Max is owned by Warner Brothers. Okay. But they've also got Adult Swim, which you know, if you want to go back and rewatch like Metalocalypse, which I did. Still fucking funny. Super uh, jail. Super jail. Squid billies if you like to hate yourself. God, I hate that fucking show so much. Um, but the, the the fucked up one is Sesame Street. Because he took Sesame Street off PBS and now it's an HBO family show. Which is so fucked up because the whole point of Sesame Street was for it to be accessible to four kids. And now if you want your kids to watch Sesame Street, you have to have HBO. That's weird. That's That's fucked up to me. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of that show, was for the poor inner city kids who couldn't afford cable. Now you have to have not just cable, but cable plus premiums. That's crazy. Yeah. Now it makes me want to get HBO. I know. Squidbillies. <laughs> 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 I just want. I want my wife to watch Squidbillies in an episode of Super Jail and just uh, be like, "What? I used to. You used to watch this? <laughs> yeah." I haven't delved too far into it. Part of me wonders if they have old Space Ghost Coast to Coast on there. Oh, shit. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Because I would, yeah. if, if it does, I'm going to lose my shit. That would be so good. That, uh, I wish they'd bring that back. I do, too. I really fucking do, too. Well, the, one of the guys who worked on it died a couple of years ago. So, uh, Well, do you ever hear of John Schnepp? Name sounds familiar. So he was he was the, he was the main. He, so everyone thinks of Brennan Small when they think of Metalocalypse, but John Schnepp was kind of the, the creative force behind it. Like yeah. he, did, he did all the art for it. He did a documentary a couple years ago called The Death of Superman Lives, which was this documentary about the Nick Cage Superman movie that never got made. Yeah. It was, it was about to start shooting and then got fucking canned. Um, he did this thing called The ABCs of Death. Um, he's, he kind of had his hands in a lot of shit. Mm. in like nerd culture and he was one of the ones who were who was behind space Ghost coast to coast why did the nick cage movie get canceled so it was um it was tim it was going to be a tim burton directed nicholas cage starred movie and basically what happened was warner brothers had three huge flops back to back uh, batman and robin wild wild west and i forget the third movie and okay. and it basically the studio lost a shitload of money uh 
and it was already looking at being one of their most expensive movies ever, so they pulled the plug on it. It would have been bad. I don't know, man. Really? If you watch, first of all, the documentary is amazing because he like goes and talks to like because like Kevin Smith wrote 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 a version of the script, and he talks to Tim Burton. The only person he doesn't get to talk to is Nick Cage. He gets production stills and, you know, and talk. Nick had the long hair, didn't he, for it? Yeah, the long hair. And <sighs> I can't. Well, the thing is, the, the picture that everybody always sees was an early costume test. It yeah. wasn't the final costume. But Nick Cage is like the world's biggest Superman fan. Mm. And, they, oh. and they have this video of him doing that costume test, talking to Tim, like working through the script with him. And like, he's so into it and talking about ideas he has and you hear the ideas after the movie and you're kind of like, holy shit, this sounds really good. He probably would have killed it. That's, I'm, it's, I, I didn't I, know he was a Superman fan. He's, his son's name, he named his son Kal-El. Oh. Which is fucking weird. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. Don't be Gwyneth Paltrow. But, you know. <laughs> Don't be Gwyneth. <laughs> I'm going to name my kid Apple. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's a huge Superman. But so so hearing hearing them and seeing the, like, the production stills and all that, because they were going to basically do a version of the death of Superman. Um, but it was one of those things where it was just kind of like, this sounds like it would either be amazing or a huge fucking train wreck. That's a Superman would have been very interesting. Yeah. Cause they tried to do it and it didn't really work out too well in fucking BVS, but it was okay. It wasn't, it was fine. I like that movie more than most people, but I think it's better than, okay. It's the second best DC film in my opinion. I haven't watched them all either. Don't get me wrong. You watch Shazam? No. You would fucking love Shazam. So I liked I liked uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel was great. The fact yeah. that we never got a second Man of Steel is insane. Um, I haven't wanted to watch Shazam. I just never got. Z- Zachary Levi is so fucking good in the show. He's funny as shit. He's another one of those guys. Like he's really funny, but when he gets serious, he's really good. Well, let's just do a sequel of that too. Yeah, they're Shazam. working on it right now. I just finished watching Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. I didn't realize he was in it, and he's fucking funny as shit. Is he? Yeah. It's a good show to watch if you're doing stand-up because it's it's because it's really relatable. Even though it's set in the fucking 60s, but, like, it's the mistake she makes, you're kind of like, oh, shit, I did that. I did that once. <laughs> Fuck. Good old comedy mistakes. Yep. Can't wait for comedy to get back up and running. Yeah. Our Sunday's still not happening. Yeah, Sunday is every other week. Still happen? Okay. Yeah, every other week. How they been going? Good. I mean, the most I'll do is fifty in the audience because yeah. play play seats like, like I think like one fifty or something like that. Normally, yeah, something like that. So they only see like that. They only go up to like fifty. They'll maybe push it to sixty if they. You guys still opening up the back or no? No. Well, I'll take that back. Yeah, not the very, very, very back. No one really sits up there, but like, yeah, the back tables. Yeah, like people are like right before you up the stairs. Yeah. Okay. Um, if it's really busy, I mean, comedy's weird now. Like, yeah. I haven't been in front of a fucking full audience, and the most I've performed in front of is like fifty people. Yeah. And so I was just like, like a group of like a hundred people, like what, like you forget like how much laughter feel, like what normal laughter is. Like we had 25 people the other night yeah. at the show when I hosted and I was like, like Friday show, like there was like 11, they were a great 11, yeah. like fantastic 11 people. And for Saturday, it's like 25 people, but like, you're like, man, is this like 11 to 25? Like it was a big jump and like fucking like, I mean, people can only laugh so loud compared to right. 25 laughing so loud. But I'm like, I just like, 
I was thinking in my head, like afterwards, I was like, man, if there's like a hundred people, everybody laughs. Like, what's that going to sound like? Can't even remember now. No, I can't. That's, like, that's, I, yeah. that, it blows my mind. Like, I don't remember, like, I don't remember what it sounds like. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. No, I get it, man. Like, that's going to be me the next time I go to a movie theater for the first time. Yeah. Because I, I love going to the movie theater, but it's, you know, we're... God willing, next time I get to go up and there's a full fucking room, it's going to be... I haven't done it in so fucking long. I'm going to go up to five people. It's going to feel like the biggest crowd I've ever been in front of. <laughs> My eye, what, 25? I was like, holy fuck. Like, I've done 50, yeah. like, because of COVID and everything. But, like, yeah. 25, I was like... It was just so weird. I don't know. It's just so... Well, with the vaccine, you know, they're thinking, they're thinking like, April, May for regular people. Start rolling it out. It's warm enough. You guys probably start doing outdoor shows again. Oh yeah, that's probably gonna happen for sure. Because those just seem like they're just fun. Yeah, I mean to an extent. I mean they're fun enough. Like when you do an outdoor show, you got to realize like you got to look for at people's mouths because laughter gets doesn't bounce off anything. It just gets lost. Whitney Cummings has been doing like outdoor shows, and she's been posting videos of it like on TikTok, and like you can tell it's like. She's killing it, but it doesn't sound like she's killing no, it. No, it's like just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I did, first time I did an outdoor show was at a at uh, Brewaha down in Cincinnati, and the first thing they told me was like, "It's never done one before." They're like, "You're doing it on the tent outside of it, like you're under you're the stage is under a tent. Everybody else is like outside the tent, like it's a oh, tiny tent," yeah. and. Uh, and the first thing they told me was, uh, look at their mouths. You're not going to hear them laugh. Mm-hmm. You have to look at their mouths. Did the first time I thought I bombed. Right. And everybody was like, everybody came up to me like, hey, that was fucking great. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it was horrible. Like people were like, I loved your stuff, blah, blah. And like, and I realized, well, why like, didn't you laugh at it? <laughs> we were. And, like, and then the second time, the second time I went up, like I looked at their fucking yeah. mouths. So I was like, okay, that's what I got to look. Cause you really can't. It just gets lost. The only people you can hear are literally the three people up, from like, right. right in front of you. Fuck. I did not miss doing outdoor shows. <laughs> I did a, I did a bunch of them in college. They were the fucking worst. Nah, fun, but for COVID reasons, it had yeah, to happen. Yeah, I know. I was going through, I was unpacking a box, going through some of my old shit, and I found flyers from, from the tour I did in college. Yeah. <laughs> Back before I had to do Photoshop, I made the whole thing a fucking Microsoft Word. It looks like a fucking ten year old made it like really? a school project, but it was like it's all we had. We had no fucking money to, to to make like professional flyers, so I was just using up my fucking ink cartridges and taking them to taking them to the college and using up my print quota to print copies of these fucking things. <laughs> oh, how we've all developed! Over oh my years. god, that was you know viral social media marketing wasn't really a thing at that point no. when I, I mean it was two thousand and eight, you know. The first iPhone had just come out, um, but people weren't, you know, really using Twitter and Facebook for shit. That was where you went to post pictures of your cat, and that was the end of it, you know? <laughs> now you argue to death. Now you, you know, you fight with people you've never met, call them a cuck, and tell them to go shove a pineapple up their ass. And, That's pretty much the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Now is fuck. Like, I've been trying to do fucking that type of shit, like, like photo editing and stuff. I yeah. still suck at it so bad. Try to do memes on the fly sometimes. Yeah. I got an app. <laughs> I got I got kind of like I'm talking about like like did y'all want to see a dead body? Yeah. And it was like that picture and then underneath it was like the Steelers logo. <laughs> but it took me like ten minutes to like crop out Bengal, I mean Browns players' faces and put them oh, on the fucking Oh yeah. 
I was like, ah, oh, I got to do this fast before somebody else does it. Uh, yeah, that I, I know what you mean there. I, I have wasted many, many an hour at work trying to get my memes just fucking right on the app. But, yeah. but once I get them done, I'm like, yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> somebody else probably beat me through this shit, but it's Fuck fine. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Fucking Twitter. I don't know. Twitter's just, it's just Twitter's been pissing me off lately. Yeah. Yeah. Just. If what irritates me about Twitter is like, you'll tell a joke mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay, that's good. You type one in and it gets barely anything, but like chick or tits tells it. Yeah. <laughs> Almost exact same thing verbatim. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thousands of shares and likes. Preaching to the fucking choir, man. It's like, this is I'm, on, I'm on TikTok. Trust me. You were preaching to the fucking choir. I've post, posted plenty of shit where I'm like, no, that's fucking funny. And no one's given this time, but. Chicken in a bikini takes a sip of her fucking latte and fucking like that shit. If I like this, she'll fuck me. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Thirsty ass motherfucker. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. It's it's complete and utter bullshit. But see, what what I do appreciate though is is the girls on TikTok who know that's what the guys are doing and they just kind of fucking play into it to the point where it's actually fucking funny. Uh, There's one. Uh, she she's just, this girl. She's in college. She is naturally quite gifted like like anime gifted like holy shit um and she's aware of it so she gets comments of all the time of guys telling her like do you fucking jump rope in a video she's like oh okay so she jump ropes but she faces away from the fucking camera that's funny <laughs> that's funny so yeah she does shit like so it's like okay you get it because she's still doing it in a fucking bikini yeah. but she's not facing the fucking camera like, i ain't gonna fucking appease all you <laughs> i just blows my mind like it blows my mind I don't know. It's irritating to me sometimes. Yeah. Cause I, I see these like fucking things on Twitter. I'm like, how do you have like, I'm reading like your tweets. Like I know what's a funny tweet. Yeah. These are not funny. <laughs> you write thousand of them a day. <laughs> like these are not like yeah. some of these are like, how does it have like 25, like hundred like, like it's just not funny. Like yeah. what the fuck? Uh, I've, I've said funnier and smarter shit to, to an audience of nobody. <laughs> Maybe yep. my tits were bigger. I don't know. I literally put this tweet would be this tweet would get more more likes if I had tits. <laughs> I put that on. I, don't, I was waiting to get fucking smacked for it. I don't give a fuck because it's true. Like this tweet would get more retweets and likes if I had tits. I've always wanted to like do an experiment with like online dating profiles where you take you know two guys and two girls and you write the exact same like bio for the girl's profile and the guy's profile. Mm-hmm. But have two profiles for, for, for the girl and the guy. And then you have regular pictures and then like fucking smoking hot pictures. And then for the guy, like regular pictures and then like some fucking dude model about the same fucking information and see which what see what happens. Oh, I kind of did that with myself. Not you catfishing motherfucker. <laughs> no, it wasn't like I used my same everything. But okay. what I did was I changed how much money I made. Oh, smart yeah Yeah. (laughs) i went i changed i bumped it up like an extra like 25 grand and like i same exact message to somebody right okay this is on mass same exact message everything yeah they wouldn't do it and so i was like i wonder what happened if i change this and so i wait like a week same exact message i just bumped up my pay a little bit Mm -hmm. message back and like oh well how are you blah blah blah. i was like oh the only reason why you talk to me because i make a hundred oh okay and they were like well that's not why i'm like i'm done talking to you good day oh wow there you go. And then one of them, mm-hmm. uh, it's for me and my wife met. Uh, one of them ran into me at, uh, was it, uh, Ned Peppers. 
Oh, that was it. Net peppers. Yeah, and they like started talking to me and stuff. And like I was like, she's like, why are you talking to me? Like, like you're a gold digger. Like I don't fucking. No shit. I found. I cracked your code, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, I will always remember that. I did that to so many people. That's fucking funny. It was I mean, it's fucking like I'll make. I mean, I make decent money, but like, you want a person that makes a hundred k a year, like, right? That's the only reason why you're talking to me. I I did notice that when I, when I was still doing it, when I put that I owned a house, uh huh, it helped a little bit. Really? Yeah. That yeah, I could see how that would work too. Because they because 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 there's there is this huge misconception that to own a house you got to be fucking loaded. I'll tell you right now, in 2021, it has never been fucking easier in, in the world to own a house. Interest rates are ridiculously low. It's just yep. like it's like getting a car, you know. Except this, except this loan actually gives you value. Yep. But there is that misconception that if you own a house, oh well, you must be fucking loaded. It's like no, I make thirty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I just know how to stretch my money. <laughs> it blows my mind how just a little bit something like that will change somebody's yeah. perspective on you. Like now, somebody wants somebody to tell me what makes it look like you have like you, you're responsible. It's like I'm not fucking responsible. Trust me, buying a house probably wasn't the most responsible thing I could have done. But in the long scheme of things, it is <laughs> long term. By the time I definitely could not afford it. No, trust me, I was I was str- I'm doing okay now. I always was in the assumption that it was so hard to buy a house. Oh, me too. And then when we got ours, we we're like, what the fuck? It, it took it took our buddy Kyle Steele like walking me through it. Like, dude, it's actually really fucking easy to own a house. Yeah. Well, what part of the process was, I was looking at apartments and for like 600 bucks a month, I was getting shitholes. My mom was like, look at condos. So I looked at condos and I was like, okay, but if I'm going to get a fucking mortgage, I might as well just get a fucking house. And she was like, well, what's that going to look like? And I talked to Kyle and I was like, holy shit, this might actually be feasible. Yep. <laughs> Very feasible. Ours was just on a whim. When we got our house, it was just literally on a whim. Like we... We're just looking the look. It was just looking just like, because mm-hmm. we we told ourselves it was going to be like a year and a half, a year, year and a half before we looked at Yeah. We actually got a house. So we were looking to look, and there was a house down the street from where we lived. It was like $50,000. Like, okay, right. like, what the fuck's this? So we called, and somebody messaged, called us back, and the guy was like, listen, like, that house is as is. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can't go in it. You got to buy it as is type right. thing. Like, you don't come on down the office and, like, within, like, three weeks of looking we end up having a house like we were like what like yeah it was such a quick process it felt like at the time it was taking forever but then like when i look back on it i wasn't looking more than a month yeah i we stopped for a couple of days because we got married <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird thing was if the the, uh, the ironic part about everything is if it wasn't for covid we probably wouldn't have got a house because yeah. we did not go on a honeymoon. Oh, yeah. See, I thought about that, too. Like, I had so many travel plans and shit for last year and vacations I was going to take. If I had taken those, I wouldn't have had the money. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought about that, and I was like, oh, we would have never fucking. Yeah, that's fuck. That's fucking wild. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's the only good side, good thing about COVID. What's fucked? What's fucked up that I've realized in the few months I've lived here is just how close to each other all the houses I looked at are. Oh, really? Because the house I almost got is literally the next street over from this one. I remember you told me that one time. And yeah. then there's two that I pass going to work that I that are just like two streets off the road I take to go to work. I'm like, holy shit! 
Ours really weren't close. No. The only, we worked at, like, it was where we looked at a couple houses in Kettering, but they were on exact opposite ends of Kettering. Mm, so, Kettering. Yeah. Fucking Kettering, man. Those houses are just going up. Oh, yeah. Our, They're selling for, like, 200000 Our property value has already gone up on the, well, the Zestimate, which means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, it's already gone up since we bought it. Got to be careful with Kettering, because you might think you're looking in Kettering, but turns out you're actually looking in Oakwood. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll fuck you. Yeah. Hey guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you want to check out more from me and Mike, you can follow Mike Wells on Twitter at MikeWTFWells and follow me at MrMikeShay. And of course, you can follow the show at TBL underscore pod. This show is brought to you from The Basement Lounge podcast studio in Dayton, Ohio. And remember, you can support all the shows coming out of this studio by going to patreon.com slash TBL pod. And until next time, Remember to always live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.